Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. The theme this week is dangerous amusement parks. And in this episode, Melissa is going to tell Jackie about numerous accidents that have occurred at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. From the Matterhorn bobsleds to Space Mountain, and even It's a Small World, accidents can happen anywhere, even in the happiest place on Earth. Please be aware that this episode will discuss graphic and gruesome accidents. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, creepy cats. Welcome back to You That's Creepy podcast. It seems like it's been forever since we got together to tell a little story. I think it's only been like a week, but I miss Jackie. <laughs> I miss Jackie because she was on vacation. I'm sorry. Even I have to take a break from the spook. There's but me. only once in a while. You can never take a break from spook because Jackie was texting me and she's like, I'm like Googling stuff about the ocean and sharks while she's oh. on her vacation at the beach. That was like the first thing I did. Shark attacks in the area. <laughs> Classic. Yep. <laughs> Had to be done. So since, you know, Jackie went on vacation, I was kind of feeling summery. Where we live, it is getting hot as hell. It basically feels like we're already in summer beast. It just, we're in summer, girl. Yeah. Let us know if it's hot where you guys are. And going along with feeling summery, you know, we're going to do summer, but we're going to keep it creepy as hell. And I thought it could be kind of fun and scary for us to talk about amusement parks that have had disasters, chaos unleashed, (laughs) and not just from a ride. Honestly, I don't ever think about that, though, when I go on rides at amusement parks. I really don't. I don't either. And you know what's crazy is I was obviously looking at a list of incidents in amusement parks and stuff like that, and I won't say the name, but the amusement park closest to where we live was number four, most dangerous, on a list of 20. Oh my god. And that's kind of just the point. When you guys go to amusement parks, the last thing on your mind is the danger and bad things that could happen. And then you look into these places and you realize just how dangerous they are. We're not trying to scare you away from an amusement park or anything. Just be aware because I was reading and looking into these and some of them happened two years ago. You know, you think in this day and age, everything is safe and nothing bad could ever happen, but it does. (laughs) But you could be wrong. Gretchen Wiener's <laughs> voice. Exactly. But you could be wrong. Uh, I'm going to tell Jackie today about a lot of accidents and occurrences that have happened at good old Disneyland. Oh, I should have known. Disneyland. Mickey Mouse is re- wreaking havoc. <laughs> Disneyland, not Disney World. People have some very strong opinions about the two. Jackie and I can only have a personal opinion about Disneyland in Anaheim, California, because we actually have been to Disneyland. Disney World, I have not been. And it's. I think back to when I went to Disneyland, and I had no idea any of these accidents happened. And you know what's sad? Because if we did know, you know, you and I would have been like, we have to just go on those rides. Like, we need to see, like, I where know. it happened. I know. It's horrible. Well, we were on some of them. <laughs> We were on some of them. 
yeah, like I said, we're going to be focusing on Disneyland that's in Anaheim, California. This Disneyland, this was the amusement park, the only one that Walt Disney himself, he assisted in the design and Disneyland was really Walt Disney's baby. I'm sure some of you guys know, a lot of people know the history of Walt Disney and things like that, but Disneyland was opened in 1955. Walt Disney had spent a lot of years um, doing his research and he was seeing all of these amusement parks and he wanted to make an amusement park that went beyond roller coaster rides and wanted to make this theme park that was centered around Disney movies and characters and have it be an entire family event. In 2020, currently, Disneyland sits on 500 acres and has 61 different attractions open at the park. That could that could be different because sometimes when you go, certain things are closed and whatnot. So don't go and count every single one and then come back and be like, there's not 61, bitch. <laughs> and let's just get into it. But I will preface and say this is no disrespect to any of the victims or families or anything like that. I really don't want it to seem like we're just talking about these incidents that were very tragic just for entertainment. It really isn't like that. I want it to be learning and everyone just, you know, be safe when you're at these places. Especially just because I feel like there are kids involved. It's kind of the, I don't know if this happened in these stories, but I feel like sometimes, especially at amusement parks, you can take your eye off someone for a second and then maybe they fall or something like that. So I just feel like you can always know more about the place that you are going. Exactly. The more you know. And it's crazy because I think in this entire list, I'm going from 1960 up until currently, and I believe there were only two or three that were caused by people in Disneyland. They will not take ownership of anything if it is partially your fault. And partially your fault can mean just going to the the amusement park. I think there's literally one incident in this entire list that Disneyland said was their fault. Jeez. Yeah. Harsh, Mickey. Yeah. And there is literally a Wikipedia list titled accidents that happened at Disneyland. And it was like five pages long and it just lists every single accident from start of Disneyland till the end. I was reading it just like, Jesus God, the happiest place on earth. (laughs) And let's start with just, I would say the most infamous. I'll just give it to you right off the jump. Let's start with the Matterhorn bobsleds. There have been two incidents on this ride. Both are just horrific. The Matterhorn bobsleds, it's a ride that's simulating the Matter Matterhorn Mountains in the Alps. It's all snowy. It does look really pretty. And you're basically just in these bobsleds riding, simulating on a mountain. In May of 1964, and like I said, this is very brutal, so I'm sorry that this is the first thing I'm going to be talking about, but a lot of people know about this ride, and I just figured I would start with it first. In May of 1964, a 15-year-old boy attempted to stand up on the ride, which obviously you're not allowed to do. He attempted to stand up and was thrown from the bobsled. He actually died three days later due to these injuries. I'm not sure what specifically they were because it was in 1964, but it had to have been some sort of head injury. There was an investigation into how he was thrown, and it was found that 
his riding companion, his friend, had undone his seatbelt. And this was the first fatality that ever happened at Disneyland, not even 10 years after they opened. It was very tragic. Um, You know, and this is just one of those things why we're telling these stories when you're 15. Yeah, you do not think... Yeah, you're just... I know. I remember boys doing that when we would go to the amusement park, like, with your school, and people would just do funny little, little silly things that you think are funny, but... You just, yeah, you never know. Exactly. It's really sad. But are there pictures of what that looks like? I don't... Okay, because mm-hmm. I literally have no idea what that one looks like. Um, I'll show it to you. There are really famous pictures of it. It's just white, snowy kind of mountain range. I think this one was a lot more popular back in the 60s, the 50s and 60s, just because it is older. It's a little dated. I don't really see people now running to go on the Matterhorn bobsleds, but back then I'm sure it was very cool. In January of 1984, there was a similar incident also on the Matterhorn bobsleds. A 48-year-old woman was thrown from the bobsled and landed on the roller coaster track. Oh, God. This is so horrific. She landed on the track, and the next bobsled car did come down the track, and the woman was actually decapitated. Did they take the ride out after that? You know, I'm not sure. This is the one I'm not sure of. I don't think... I don't know. I thought at first they did, but the Matterhorn is one of Disney's famous rides. So I feel like they didn't, because at the same time, Disney... Why would be, what would be the purpose of them taking it out? As sad as it is, both accidents were caused by the rider. I guess so. I mean, how was that caused by her, though? They did another investigation, and they found that, once again, her seatbelt had been undone. They weren't, in the case with this woman, because she was a 48-year-old woman, they weren't sure if she unstrapped it herself or if there was some some sort of accident, but Disney never did an investigation or took ownership. So I think everyone was assuming that it was the same and she tried to stand up. And when these people are standing up, the seatbelt is coming off and they don't expect it. But yeah, it's just crazy because that's one of Disney's most famous rides. And then you hear about the two accidents and they're so horrific. Yeah, that's pretty, that's very, very brutal. This next one, called The People Mover, this one's definitely not at Disney anymore. The People Mover was, it wasn't even a ride, it was little trolleys that you could ride around the park for transportation. It was lifted, (laughs) it was above, so you could, like, you could look up and you could see it going around almost as if it was a ride. But it was just transportation, and I swear I read it didn't go above two miles an hour. No. It was, like, just literally little trolleys that would take you around. But things happen, and I don't know how, but somehow the people mover is even more deadly. Shortly after the attraction opened in August of 1967, a 16-year-old boy was riding in a train on the people mover when he tried to jump into another train cart when they passed through the tunnel. Because I think the thing is that, because it was these little trolleys, I think that teenagers and people were just assuming it was going so slow. Yeah, that you would just, like, not get hurt. Yeah, you could 
people believed you could easily just jump from one car to the other. Sadly, this 16-year-old thought he could do that, and he didn't make the jump, fell onto the track, and the next oncoming train ran over the teenager and dragged his body for about 100 feet before the operator could stop the trains. That's horrible if you're, like, one of the people in that train. I know. He sadly did not survive. And there was almost an identical incident to this in 1980. An 18-year-old boy also tried to jump from one train to another while going through the tunnel. The same thing happened. He did not make it, and he was struck by the next train, dragged, and also killed. I would never think that's something that's just meant to take people across the park, kill people that fast. And you hear it going two miles an hour, you think, how could it possibly crush me or something before I get up? But clearly it can happen. Yeah, they're so heavy, you don't realize it doesn't need to be going that fast to cause serious damage. Exactly. In 1972, a group of teen girls were on a people mover train car when one of them accidentally lost her Mickey ears. No. The girl saw the ears on the track and the one who was wearing them jumped out along with her cousin to grab the ears. They did grab them, but then they realized that they needed to either get into another train or get out of the attraction before another train came down the track. So... The same thing, they tried to jump back on. One of the girls did make her jump onto the train, and I'm not sure if the other one didn't want to jump or if she just thought it was too dangerous. Either way, the other girl, she tried to just run out of the exhibit, and she she did run out of the exit, but when she ran out of the exit door, she fell 30 feet and landed on the concrete below. This girl would actually survive, but she did break her arm, her hip, her pelvis, and needed to put a pin into her leg and had to wear a brace for quite some time. Holy crap, I can't believe she survived. And those injuries are really bad, but I thought she would be, like, paralyzed for the rest of her life or something. That's insane. It is honestly a miracle. And that's sad. That's pretty smart thinking, though. I mean, what other options at that point did you really have other than to run out? Yeah. It is sad because... You know, you're just a kid getting your Mickey ears, and then all of a sudden you're put in these situations. On one hand, I get their point of view, and then on the same hand, obviously Disney can't be responsible for that when they're telling people to stay yeah. in the car. It's just, it's just so sad. Yeah, it's just maybe if if these things are happening that often, not to mention the people who probably do jump into other trains and succeed, it seems like maybe they could have somebody facing the riders, making sure they're not doing that. Yeah, I think maybe just have a staff member on each car. I guess they would just think it would take way too many yeah. staff members to ride in these cars all day. Maybe just not use the people mover. <laughs> the people mover's no longer there for Shocking. everyone wondering. Yeah, the people mover is gone. It moved itself out of there. Good riddance. Let's talk about Space Mountain, baby. No, not Space Mountain. Everyone loves Space Mountain. Yeah, I didn't know that. Honestly, Space Mountain, like, compared to the People Mover and the Matterhorn, Space Mountain isn't that bad. But still, it's just, you know, Space Mountain, at, I would say, currently is their most popular ride. If you don't know, Space Mountain is an indoor roller coaster that's designed 
it's simulating going to outer space with also mixing in those sci-fi elements of Star Wars and things like that. This was literally the one ride Jackie and I yeah, were really excited for. it was pretty for. dope. <laughs> this was the one ride we were really excited for at Disney, and it is really cool. It's indoors, it's totally in the dark, and the one thing about it is if you are have a sensitive tum... You could get sick on this because it's in the dark. It's a lot of shaking and moving around and stuff like that. Yeah, or if, like, maybe you're claustrophobic and the dark freaks you out, this one might not be for you. Yeah, and it is interesting. The, this next one, this accident isn't totally an accident like how the others are, but I wanted to include it because it's just really strange. Who's this? In August of 1979, a 31-year-old woman was riding Space Mountain when she became ill. She became so sick by the time that they stopped the ride that she could not get up and walk off. So the staff working at Space Mountain asked her to remain in the seat and they would take the entire vehicle off the track so she could get off safely. Holy shit. Unfortunately, there was a lack of communication between the staff and the other workers didn't realize that she, her car was being taken off. So they sent her on the track and she went through Space Mountain again. By the time she finished, she was semi unconscious and not responsive. That's horrible. That that is like completely your worst nightmare if you're not feeling well. I know. When she was taken to the hospital, she slipped into a coma, and tragically, a week after the trip, she died. Holy crap. After completing an autopsy, it was determined that she passed away due to a heart tumor that had dislodged and entered her brain. They obviously couldn't prove that it was the ride. It's just, I mean, it seems obvious that it was. It's just like, that is crazy when you think about it, that... You know, you could be living your life and be fine, and you go on Space Mountain not knowing you have a tumor and pass in a week. Yeah, I just really wonder if she would have survived if they wouldn't have sent her around. On the second time. I thought that too, but there's no way to tell. Oh, you want off? Let's just torture you and send you around one more time. You want to talk about torture? There was a man, a disabled man, stuck in It's a Small World for 45 minutes. Yeah, I we'll talk about <laughs> that's that. why I didn't go in. It's a small world. It had bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that one. Well, I'll just talk, that. I'll just say that's literally what happened. They there was an issue with it's a small world, and this is like in 2013. And they, oh my god, we went like around that I know. time. <laughs> they didn't. Well. They didn't know he was quadriplegic, and they didn't have any rules in place for disabled guests. So they evacuated everyone and just left him there. And it was 40 minutes. He was in the, like, goodbye room of them playing It's a Small World nonstop. Oh, and my God. I read in one article that when he left, and I was like, is this a joke? Like, is this literally a joke that he left when they finally got him out? And Mickey or someone came up and sang It's a Small World for him. And he said that this seemed like insult to injury to the park, that they were almost doing it on purpose, like almost thinking it was funny. That is like really creepy. Yeah. 
That would really give you nightmares. And they only, they did give him, uh, I think they only paid him about $8,000 for his pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, I need a mil for that, Mickey. Which, like, can you imagine the feeling of being a quadriplegic and not being able to get out of somewhere? Like The, the helplessness. Mental, the mental anguish that they put on that guest. Like, it's really so... Mixed with somewhere that's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. For everyone, not just... It doesn't matter if you're disabled or not. That one was so shocking to me. I couldn't even believe that. Literally your worst nightmare. It's not funny, but I actually... I wasn't kidding when I had really bad vibes about It's a Small World when we went to Disney. Like, something about that whole ride is very off-putting to me. I don't know what it is about it. I just, like, no part of me wanted to even go near that ride when we were there. I was like, no. I didn't like it either. Sorry, back to Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. In nine, so I just had to say that one because when you're saying, you know, when thinking about your worst nightmare, like getting stuck in it's a small world, literally nightmare fuel. Yeah, for sure. In 1983, an 18-year-old man had fallen from Space Mountain. I believe he had fallen from the car he was riding in. I'm not exactly sure because Disney never just flat out says what happened. You have to get it from the people involved. Either way, it was such a bad fall that the man was paralyzed from the waist down after. It's tragic. And I don't even know what's below you because it's all dark. Like, you would have no idea what you're even falling on. There was a trial and Disney took the jury members to Space Mountain and brought in the ride and basically showed them that it wasn't Disney's fault that the passenger had fallen and the jury determined that Disney was not responsible for this accident. Jeez. In August of 2000, a mechanical issue caused Space Mountain to stop abruptly during the ride, which injured nine individuals who were riding at the time due to the sudden stop. It's pretty crazy because I read at first that the injuries were all minor, but then I read another article that the victims came forward saying that no, their injuries weren't minor and that the staff were all covering it up and basically that the staff had been covering it up at the time and firefighters were apparently happy that the news wasn't spreading around the park. They basically were happy that this was just they were able to get the ride working again and have it be moving really fast, but... This husband and wife who were aboard said that the moving so fast in that sudden stop caused injuries such as nerve damage, a dislocated jaw, broken teeth, permanent hip damage, and permanent shoulder and knee injuries. Yeah, I wouldn't classify that as minor. I know. In November of 2012, a worker who was doing maintenance on the outside of Space Mountain fell and broke multiple bones. Obviously, this person wasn't a rider, but it did prompt Space Mountain, the Matterhorn bobsleds, and the Soarin' Over California rides to all be closed for inspection. Following that investigation, Disney was actually fined for safety violations, and the contracting company was fined as well. So that one isn't an injury on a ride, but I'm throwing it in there because that's just in 2000 that they closed, 2012 that they closed those rides and found that Disney was not following all of the proper protocols. It's not worse, but I feel like that's, that would be really scary at being the mechanic. You're just there to look at stuff. 
I know. And then you're tumbling down Space Mountain. Hopefully the lights were actually on. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. I'm sure they were. That was a bad joke. I think he was on the outside because Space Mountain from the outside is this huge dome. So I kind of imagine them doing construction on the outside. But again, no way to tell because they like the they don't really tell you that much. Nobody knows. Oh, Disney, you sketchy little place. <laughs> you sketchy little mouse, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This next one is truly one of the most horrific ways anyone could pass. It's so You've said horrific like 50 times. Okay, this one is truly one of the most disturbing things that could ever happen to an individual ever and thinking it happened at Disney. I actually found, I saw this in a Mr. Ballin video and then when I was researching today, I was like, oh, I forgot that happened. I probably just tried to erase that from my memory because it was so fucked up. But this story got popular because it, well, it had happened a while ago, but in 2021, a TikToker made a video and I think it literally was one of the worst ways to die happened at Disneyland. And then it went viral and people thought at first it was a joke, but it wasn't. And then it was in a Mr. Ballin video. So it's just kind of weird. Like in 2021, someone resurrected this story. Sorry, I think I'm looking at a giant spider and a cobweb. Where? Like, in this, like, if you, like, look back and forth, the sun is, like, in those plants, like, reflecting. There's, like, webbing. Which plant? Like, the ones with those. Oh, yeah. I think it's, no, I think it's, like, the top of the plant. Sorry, I'm not smart. I was distracted. This one is so fucked up. This is the tragic accident that happened to 18-year-old Deborah Gale Stone on the America Sings attraction in 1974, only nine days after it opened. This one is no longer here, America Sings. I, I think partially because of this accident, partially because the exhibit itself was strange and difficult to operate, and partially because I just think that no one would really care anymore. The America Sings attraction, like I said, this opened in 1974, and you would go into a theater, you would sit down in your little theater seat, and the curtains would come up, and it would be just animatronics and Disney puppets, you know, operating, moving. There weren't actually any people doing handheld puppets. It would just be... You know, like those robots on stage that move back like and forth. Like the Willy and Wonka Johnny Depp movie when he does the Willy Wonka. Exactly Willy Wonka. that. It would just be that. They would sing a song for two to four minutes. It would have to do something with America, history, things like that. The curtain would close. You would stay in your seat and the stage itself would rotate and then another group of characters would sing. And it would be six times. So I would highly recommend to pause right now and go look at a picture of this that inside because it was a big circle on the inside and the circle was a storage room. The storage room didn't move, obviously. It stayed there. But the outside, these stages did move. It, they would turn in a circle. So the people in the theater would just stay in your seat and then the outside stages would all move and they would go in a circle, do their little character thing. 
The main thing that you need to understand to actually put the pieces together in this is that the storage room is in the center. Like I said, it's stationary. It doesn't move. But behind each of the singing animatronic little stages, there was a very large wall that was kind of like their backdrop, just a plain wall. And there was a space between the backdrop and the stationary storage room. It was very small. A grown man couldn't fit into it, but a small woman or a child could fit into it forcefully. Now, Deborah Gale Stone, I'll call her Debbie, she was working at this new attraction as the hostess. It had only been open for a week. She was five foot two, 18 years old. And the hostess position would just, you would come into the theater. She would basically just say, hi, this is going to be the show. After it went through, when the final show was done, she would let you know that that was the final performance. Everyone have a great night. Typical hostess thing. It was really supposed to be just an easy position for an 18-year-old, which makes these events even more tragic. She had just graduated, just working this hostess position because she was a sweet, great girl. On this date in question, Debbie... I believe this was her first time also working a night shift. And like I said, this attraction had only been open for a week. On the date in question, Debbie was working as a hostess. Everything was going fine. The show ended. The audience members started to leave so a new audience could come in. Debbie, for whatever reason, moved behind the stage that she was working at. And she wanted to move to one of the other stages where there were other characters. We're not exactly sure why. Either way, Debbie unfortunately tripped and stumbled into that very small area in between the rotating stage and the stationary wall. And because it was so tight in such a small area, that Debbie actually became wedged in there and she couldn't move and she was stuck. Debbie immediately panicked. She started to scream as loud as she could from behind that little area, but a new audience was pouring into the theater seats. There was music. I mean, this whole thing is called America Sings, so that's the whole point is to have music. And the audience members come in, and Debbie's screaming as loud as she can, but unfortunately it seems that no one could hear her. There was a news article published, though, at the time, and a 33-year-old man named Daniel Robinson told reporters he sat in the front row with his family, and he had seen a child being pulled between the platform and the wall area. He thought it was a child because she was so small and he heard screaming. Daniel notified the operators, but they didn't stop the attraction. So horrifically, the show begins and the stage rotates as Debbie is stuck behind the wall. And with each rotation, she is forcibly dragged by the attraction breaking bones being crushed because she's being pulled so forcefully because she's in such a small spot. After the first stage rotation, Debbie was still alive despite her injuries. She screamed as loud as she possibly could, but the audience members just kept thinking it's part of the attraction. It's this, it's that. The audience, actually, some of them told Disney staff and the workers, but I believe that they just all said, we'll look at it after the ride is done or whatever. So the stages rotate six times through the show. 
literally breaking Debbie and just dragging her behind the wall. By the end of the show, it was totally quiet. The screaming had stopped and finally a Disney staff member decided to check behind the stage in that small area and they found Debbie's just crushed and mutilated body. She was clearly dead. In the aftermath, Disney put up safety hazards. I think it was like a sensor that wouldn't allow for movement in that area. And there was a payout to Debbie's family. We don't know how much, but it was, it's obvious that Disney, it doesn't seem like they trained the employees because it was just a week after this opened. And if there was a space so small, someone could get stuck in it. Why would that even be accessible to employees? I just don't even understand how it would be so small that you could fall into it, but not like, I don't know. That's just so terrifying. Like it really is your worst nightmare. It's horrible. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to understand. The attraction is no longer there. And no matter how many pictures and diagrams you look at, it is still hard to understand how she could fit in there, but not get out. I don't understand. But also when you panic, you're like, you know, your chest gets bigger because you're breathing so heavy. So it could have just been a mix of like the instant she was like kind of stuck. Yeah, she panicked and then it probably turned on pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think, you know, if she was walking towards it, maybe she could fit in, but then couldn't turn around like her arms. And so maybe she was there, but she couldn't back up and didn't know. But either way, it's like, there's nothing she could do. She screamed as loud as she could. And someone felt like they saw it happen. That's horrible. And it also kind of just seems like if someone else maybe was there helping her, yeah. I don't know. And another thing that I thought is, if she's the hostess, she starts and ends the show. Yeah, so they weren't wondering where she was? Nope. Nope. All right. I know, it's horrible. And, you know... It- and, you know, I also, I don't blame the other workers, because you have to imagine that they're also 18 years old. Like, a week after this opened. Yeah, if she's not being trained, then it's not like the other people know what's up. No. Yeah, it's really just so tragic. It's sad. And it's like they and I think it took them two days to clean that area because of how much blood and remains and stuff that were there. Like, shut it down. Never have this ride open again. It sounds ass anyway. I thought it sounded kind of cool, but whatever. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not now. Yeah, that was America Sings, and it's clearly not there now. It honestly, I think that's the only thing it's remembered for as sad as it is to this day. So, that well, disgusting. honestly, it wasn't even there long enough for people to make good memories. Honestly, horrible, foul, sickening. Ugh. We hate it. We hate America Sings. Let's move on to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, yeah, this one also just had another tragic, crazy accident, which was partially Disney's fault. Mm-hmm. Mm. Big Thunder Mountain has had numerous incidents. I don't know why it seems like there are so many, like, railroad train car exhibits here. But every single time, I swear to God, there's some exhibit that's, like, train-related at Disney. It wreaks havoc. This one, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, is obviously a railroad-themed roller coaster. It takes you on a desert mountain-like setting in a train car. In March of 1998, a five-year-old boy was riding on the train car with his family when his foot became wedged between the train car and the edge of the train platform. (sighs) And I'm not sure how. There were 
The articles just describe the incident as the train paused before pulling into the station where passengers would get out. So I'm not sure if on this day it malfunctioned and it wasn't supposed to pause. I really don't know. But either way, the boy's foot was wedged so hard into that area that all of his toes on his foot had to later be amputated. But they were able to save his foot. Oh, no. I know. At you least just, he didn't die. And that's just, why I thought it was happening. Imagine how small a five-year-old foot is. Yeah. It's just so sad. Like, as a child. A little baby bean. It's just. That one makes me so upset. That one's, yeah. That's sad. Disney did make safety updates to prevent any future incidents like that occurring, though the family of the child spoke out stating that Disney would not acknowledge any fault and they wouldn't confirm that the additional safety was caused by this child's injury. (laughs) Just like, you know, the family doesn't necessarily need that, but it's kind of a slap in the face acting like the park did nothing wrong when it's a five-year-old. Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain also had another incident in 2003. One. And this is one that's probably the one of the most controversial incidents that have happened at Disney because it was just a buildup of multiple problems with this ride that had this one tragic accident. It's in 2003, the ride is packed with people, and apparently the staff had been hearing strange noises coming from the railroad all day. Previously, the train underwent safety checks, and no one had realized that the fastener on the train wheels were not tightened to regulation standards. On this day, when the train entered the tunnel on this particular run, the fastener did become undone, and it jammed the brakes. This whole series of issues Issues with the fasteners and the braking section caused the locomotive part of the train. So the first part of the train that looks like a conductor where a conductor would sit. No one was actually in that. It was just for looks. But because it was the first part of the train, when the fastener came undone, the locomotive part became airborne. It hit the low tunnel ceiling before crashing down on the second car with a passenger on board. Oh my god. The passenger was crushed by the locomotive part of the train and was stuck inside the car while all the other passengers were evacuated. He died of his injuries at the scene, which included blunt force trauma to the head and body, along with internal bleeding due to being crushed by the locomotive. That's horrible. The incident seemed really shady. Many staff members and guests claimed that management at Disney knew of the ongoing issue with maintenance. The family of the injured guests did settle with Disney privately for an undisclosed amount. But one year later in 2004, three members of a family filed another lawsuit against Disney after their train on Big Thunder Mountain collided with a train parked at the station. The ride was temporarily shut down, but it is now open again. That one was just, you know, people were really upset because staff felt like they had heard noises and they had told people, they had told upper management and people, I don't know if it was people will come and look at it or they never did, or if the people looking at it just weren't doing a great job. But this was one that was totally preventable if they would have taken the proper precautions. Yeah. I mean, they have regulations for a reason. Another similar incident. This is the one incident 
the one that Disney said is entirely their fault and had nothing to do with any of the passengers. I'm like, how was, how the was train? that last one? I thought the same thing. How was the train anyone's fault? Disney definitely, they owned up to that and they settled for an undisclosed amount, but they, they're just not coming forward and giving what they should be giving after someone is crushed to death by their locomotive car. Yeah, their energy is not matching it's the not. damages. No, it pisses me off. They're probably going to come for me after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse will just, like, show up. I'll just see the silhouette of ears outside my window. Oh, my God. I picture the Mickey Mouse from the South Park episode. He's <laughs> foul. I'm actually scared now. <laughs> this, our next incident, this is, like I said, the one where Disney did come forward and say, yeah, it's our fault. Hee <laughs> hee, sorry. This was in 1998, and this one is just, like, again, so preventable. It's on the sailing ship Columbia. It's not even a ride. It's a replica ship. <laughs> a replica of the famous Columbia Rediviva ship. I think it was the first American ship that sailed around the globe and back. And, like I said, it's just a replica of an old ship. Nothing more, nothing less. It's not a ride. But even a replica can be dangerous. This one, too, I'm like, shit. It's Christmas Eve, 1998. A large group is on the sailing ship Columbia when a metal cleat that had been fastened to the hull of the Columbia ship tore apart from the ship. The tension caused the cleat to be torn through the air, hitting a staff member working on the ship and two guests. One of the guests, the cleat hit them square in the back of the head and it hit another woman in the face. Ow. All of the guests were adults, thankfully. Well, not thankfully, but it's just like all of them were adults. Imagine if that was a child. Yeah, could have actually killed someone. Well, one of them, a 30-year-old man, passed away two days later due to the injuries. Oh, shit. It was a, a huge, giant piece of metal with that tension being yeah, thrown like, through the air, yeah. hitting you in the head. Couldn't even imagine. That's why it's like, that's an adult. It's not that it's imagine if it was a kid because someone passed away, but you just think, imagine the damages. Yeah, it's so sad. Someone passed away due to this and nothing, no fault of their own. First, this was caused like similar to Big Thunder Mountain with just a perfect storm of events. First, Disney replaced the rope tied to the metal cleat and used a cheaper elastic nylon rope that tore the cleat from the hull. And second, the staff member who I believe was in charge of sailing the ship was not properly trained. So it was partially their fault because of the speed they were docking at. But after an investigation, it was determined that it was his fault, but Disney had not trained him at all. So it wasn't his fault. It wasn't him in particular, but Disney should have trained him better. And the victim's family reportedly settled a lawsuit with Disney for around $25 million. And that was in 1998. Whew. The staff member did not face charges because it was determined that Disneyland did not train him. Um, our next one. This is, I believe, our last one. This one is also... This one is... Definitely the most tragic because it is a child. So I'll just warn you there. I mean, a lot of these are teens and stuff, but this one is an actual little child. And this was on the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin. In 2000, there there's the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin ride. Unsurprisingly, it's 
modeled after the Who's Framing Roger Rabbit movie, and you would be in small taxis, and you would just drive through this exhibit, and, you know, Jessica Rabbit and people would come out. In late September of 2000, a four-year-old boy fell out of the car he was in and was actually dragged underneath the car before the ride could be stopped. The dragging caused very serious injuries such as internal damages, permanent brain damage, and by the time medics were able to arrive, the boy was going into cardiac arrest. Jeez. It was determined that the child was placed in the wrong seat and should not have been the first seat closest to the door opening. The lap bar apparently either was not strong enough to keep him in place or was not properly secured, and I believe they went around a turn and he flew out from under the lap bar and out the side of the car. It was also determined that Disney's protocol for staff during accidents required staff to call into an emergency center at Disney within the park rather than calling 911. In this incident, it was reported that apparently five minutes passed before emergency personnel were called, five minutes from the time he fell and was dragged to when a call was made. So it doesn't seem like that long when you just say five minutes, but five minutes from when a child, a four-year-old boy is fallen and then dragged under a car to actually trying to get help. Yeah, that's a, lo- a long time. <laughs> yeah, then on top of 911 and people making their way over to that spot at the park. Following that accident, Disney was required to update all of the safety features on the ride. Disney also settled with the family for an undisclosed amount and agreed to pay the child's ongoing medical bills. But tragically, in 2009, the child actually passed away at age 13 due to ongoing injuries caused by the fall at Disney. My God. And Disney was never required to take blame for that accident. Like, they agreed basically to hush-hush, we'll pay, and we'll pay the medical bills. But they never had to say that they had any blame, even though, again, it's what did the family and the child do wrong then? If it's not Disney's fault, then whose fault is it? Exactly. Accidents like that don't just happen. And especially with a child, it's just one that it's so heartbreaking. Oh, the last one. I threw this one in there really quick. This one is so quick. This is on the monorail. This is a really famous one. If you look accidents at Disney, this one comes up. So sorry. I'll throw it in there. Throw in some tragedy. In 1966, a 19-year-old man was trying to sneak into the park via the monorail. It's the transportation railroad that travels across the park. The poor teen jumped onto the track and was immediately struck by the oncoming train and was dragged 30 to 40 feet before passing away. The security guard later told the media and reporters that he had to, quote, hose the kid off the underside of the train. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, they don't pay you enough for that at Disney. Hell no. That's the last one. And that one I almost didn't even put in there because it was due to negligence. I mean, some of these are negligent, but some of them it's like technically negligent. But but again, people do these things and you don't think you're going to die. Yeah. That one, though, I was like, you're jumping on a whole train tracks. I don't know. That one I was like, I'll throw it in there, though, because a lot of people know of that one on the monorail. A lot of people are talk about 
the child, the teen who was killed and dragged by a train. And just that quote by the security guard is pretty famous. So I will just end it there. Uh, the last thing I had was to talk about, it's a small world, but we already covered that when Jackie said, what's the worst thing that you could possibly think of? I hate it's a, I hated it's a small world already. I extra hate that ride now. Isn't it crazy, too, thinking of all of this happening at Disney? Someone getting dragged and crushed for probably 30 minutes on a ride. Multiple people getting dragged by carts on a ride. People falling and landing onto concrete. It's and just, not a lot of people know. I know. It's just crazy. Like, Space Mountain. Who would have thought that just Space Mountain stopping could cause you to have serious nerve damage for the rest of your life? Or cause, like, a tumor to go to your brain. And it's crazy when you think about this. Half of these stories that I told, more than half, are adults. Teens yeah. and adults. Mm -hmm. A lot of teens acting negligent. But a lot of these also, I feel like, are very much on Disney. So, mm -hmm. it's crazy. And, you know, guys, be safe because Disney isn't going to come trying yeah. to bail you out. Be safe, because they will not take responsibility for anything that happens. No, they will be like, it was your decision to come to Disney, and that's all that matters. Yep. Uh-huh. What we did at the park means nothing. You chose to come here. Yep. What happens at Disney stays at Disney to them. Well, yikes. Sorry, guys. That one was rough, but... Let us know if you guys have had accidents happen at theme parks. I myself was stuck on a roller coaster one of the first times I ever rode it when I was 10 at the highest point in the roller coaster. So obviously not comparable at all to the stories I just told. But let me know if you guys have ever had an accident at a theme park, gotten stuck on a ride, things Watch like that. Watch something crazy happen. Yeah, definitely. I would love to know if you have. Wait, there is one on the, at one point on like a production at Disneyland, the moving carpet ride got stuck upside down and the workers were just like dangling like, oh, nice. A whole new world. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that is the dangers and deaths and accidents and chaos of Disneyland. I like that a lot. I like those stories though. Not a lot because that makes it sound creepy, but those, those were good. Let me know if you guys have heard of this. I definitely heard of, um, unfortunately, America Sings. I had heard about the monorail and the Matterhorn bobsleds, but let me know if you guys have heard of that. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Again, no disrespect to any of the families. Like, I could not even imagine going through those things uh, when you're supposed to just have a fun day. So, prayers and love to all of the victims and the victims' families as well. I agree completely, and obviously we hope you guys are staying safe out there. Let us know if you guys have any scary amusement park stories, and we will see you guys next time on another episode of Ooh, That's Creepy. Hags, bitches. Have a great summer. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast, or send us an email at Ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.